Welcome back to Owned and Operated, where we dive deep into the businesses we own, the businesses we are acquiring, and we also bring on guests to talk about their operating struggles. If you like what you hear today, follow John and Brandon on Twitter. That's John at Wilson Companies and Brandon at Brandon Niro. Also, check out our weekly newsletter where we teach you how to be an effective operator. You can sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast or by visiting ownedandoperated.com. That's ownedandoperated.com. Check it out. All right. Today, John and Brandon have a spirited debate. The issue we're having is that one of our target companies needs a new service manager. John believes we can add that new role's responsibility to one of our current service managers, and Brandon believes that that is way too much responsibility for just one person. You'll hear Brandon and John talk about the financial, logistical, and operational ramifications of both sides of this issue. Enjoy this episode. If you listen to our show, you know that we can spend months sourcing businesses, talking with them, negotiating LOIs, conducting due diligence, all for a deal to fall through at the finish line. Microacquire solves that whole problem, whether you're buying or selling a business. As a seller, you're getting introduced to over 50,000 trusted buyers with total anonymity. As a buyer, you get to sort through profitable, vetted sellers and close in 30 days. We don't own any digital businesses yet, but over the next year, we're intending to grab a couple, and MicroRecryer is going to be our choice for a sourcing platform. Welcome back to Owned and Operated. I'd like to first off apologize that we've been super uh, (laughs) spacey on our Monday episodes. I just know how much you guys look forward to this. We have one deal closing in like, you know, a week, about a week. Yeah. And then we have another one that's about 50 days out. So we're running around a little bit. Plus, you know, we run multiple <laughs> current businesses. <laughs> you know, that minor yeah. other detail. Yeah. So we're going to work to keep this ship steady. Anyways, if you like what we're doing, check out our website. Check out our newsletter. We just, we're starting to devote a lot of time and energy into our newsletter where we announce what we have coming up. And we have new blog posts going out, like right now, I think twice a week, which is really cool. It's Brandon and Rand sitting down going over operations and operator stuff, which is really good. And yeah, so ownedandoperated.com. You can sign up for the newsletter, check out what we're writing. Okay, so today we're going to talk about service managers. So Brandon and I are having a, <laughs> a spirited debate. A spirited debate. And... We decided, you know what? Let's do this in public. Let's embarrass ourselves. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we'll give a little bit of context. One of the most important things that we've done over the past two years, year and a half, is figuring out where and when to place field managers. Right? Okay, yep. I get behind that. Okay, sweet. So when Brandon first came on in December of 19, I think we had one. It was, yeah. It was just one. Okay, so... And then we joined the SGI model, and they sort of gave this framework of 8 to 10 or 6 to 8. or It was 6 to 8. Okay. Really? Yes. I had to look it up after that first phone call today just oh. to make sure. Really? Okay, wow. 6 to, six eight. to 8. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one point. <laughs> yeah, one point for Brandon. Damn it. <laughs> okay. All right. So apparently 6 to 8. 
so once you get six to eight texts, you then hire a manager, and that's cool. So we didn't have any field managers except for we had one, and that gentleman left, and Brandon actually came in to replace him and help us implement SGI. And they were like, okay, we have, I think, probably 14 or 15 techs at the time, so that should be a couple managers. So we split them up in mid-year, I think. So we had Ken, who was doing sales, and we took him, and he became install manager, which was good. That was a good move, I think, all around. He's doing a really great job at that. And we hired Mark in May or June? I think so, right about. Okay. And yeah, and Mark's, Mark's been a great, great addition to the team. And then he took over plumbing service. And then Brandon took over HVC service, which was only one guy at that time. Two. Okay. So two, two service decks, yep. Two guys at the time. Okay. And then each guy had like somewhere between, like, I think actually Ken only had like four or five when we first put him in that position. But he has eight now? Yes. Okay. So, so that's the context. So our model tells us six to eight. And we've been following that for the most part. I think Brandon has three guys under him now in the field just because that's too small to run a full service manager. So Brandon's been doing that responsibility as well as his other uh, responsibilities as DOO. Okay, so we're, we're buying an HVAC company at the end of August, and we started talking about field management, really. And so the way this deal is going to work is they're going to be bought directly into our platform company just as like a build, which is different than the other deals that we're doing this year. So we will be adding, I think, two or three HVAC service guys in addition to our three existing HVAC service guys. And then we will be adding eight to 10 installers, but this company currently has an install manager. So what we've been going back and forth on for the past few weeks is what to do about management of this new division. Yep. And HVAC in general. Okay. So an idea came up earlier today, or maybe a couple days ago? Earlier today. Maybe in your head earlier, but today. I, I actually, I think today. it was last week when it came up. So I think Mark has seven or eight guys right now. Seven. We need eight. We're down one. I think we need nine. But yeah, okay. So we're, okay. So he's got some guys pretty close to what SGI considers a full team. And my... A thought that I had is what if we took all five HVAC guys and added that onto his current team so he would have 12. So that's a big team, 100%. Mm -hmm. I'd like to defend myself. I'm allowing it. And then you can tear it apart. Tear it apart. You can do whatever (laughs) you want to do. I'm here to give the people my argument, Brandon. (laughs) The court will allow it. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so here's my argument. I've got two sides of this argument. Yeah, (laughs) he's like smirking me across the table. (laughs) All right. So one, I have talked to a lot of service providers recently that are commercial. I get that it's different. Don't open your mouth. I get that it's different. (laughs) Yeah, no, nice. And these guys run 15 to 20 techs per service manager. Okay, so that's one side of the argument. I'm not saying we should go to 15 or 20, but I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just going to like leave that there, put a pin in it, All right, here's the other side of the argument. The service manager job description, field managers in general, install manager, service manager, sales manager, the way their time is meant to be spent is divided in thirds. And we talked about this earlier. It was one-third is recruiting, one-third is coaching, 
It's yeah, one third recruiting, one third coaching, one third motivating. Okay, right. So the one third coaching that's meant to look like ride alongs and one on ones and that type of thing, but mostly ride alongs. And then motivating would be what's motivating? What does that mean to you? The job description is fundamentally flawed in my mind, but I think what they mean behind that is like. Well, what does it mean to you? Because if we're the ones putting in job descriptions. I guess for me, this motivating is like just what we do in the morning. It's like meeting up with the guys, hyping them up for the day, mm-hmm. talking about the good sales, mm-hmm. just all that kind of stuff. It's just right. keeping them motivated to work. Okay, cool. That's cool. Commission time, maybe. All right, cool. So, it's, yeah, one-third recruiting, one-third coaching, which is like ride-alongs, that type of thing, and one-third motivating. But here's the thing. So we're a large enough company that we don't need our field managers to recruit. We have a recruiter in-house. I'm going to be like, just a quick tangent here. That's dope. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dope thing. Like, I'm really proud that we're at that size. That's super cool. But yeah, we have an internal recruitment person. So now we have like a third of their time available. And I'm like, okay, what if we increase team size? Because I think if we can increase team size, then we reduce our overhead over the amount of techs which is only a good thing. And we can hopefully increase base comp for service managers as they come in, which I think is also a good thing. Because mm-hmm. the one problem that I think is a big problem in the six to eight tech range is that it's hard to move the needle on base comp for field managers because the teams are so small. Like they're only managing sort of a small amount of revenue. So, and their pay is based on a percentage of that revenue. Okay. Those are my two arguments. Okay. What do you got? All right. So I'm going to, I will, we're going to, we're going to make the sandwich here. I'll start with something nice, right? Oh, he's going to give me a shit sandwich. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I don't disagree with adding additional team to that. Six to eight, a little low. Eight to 10. Sure. I guess this is an actually interesting thing because it's still owned and operated. From your point of view, you're thinking purely financial. From my side, I'm going to disregard the financials for a moment and talk operational logistically. All right. I understand the financial point of it 100%, but for the sake of the argument, I'm going to argue those two sides. Hmm. All right. Go for it. So first off, logistically, we're talking about a company in Akron and Cleveland, and I'm going to use John's own own knife he sharpened here on this piece. No. I remember how we were like, this is just too far of a distance to merge into one single location. We have to have two locations. I don't can't remember. Drive I don't remember saying this. Yeah, I think it's actually a podcast, but you know, uh, there was that whole concept that 40 so. minutes is too far to drive for a tech, let alone a manager trying to manage between two locations. So there's that. I don't remember that. Huh? Yeah, it's interesting. Right? That's weird. Hmm. That's strange. All right, yeah. The other thing is operationally, we are talking about bringing a, a person from plumbing. So, if we haven't talked about it on the podcast, so everybody understands, we routinely bring people from out of industry in to manage our our trades on purpose. We do that because the plumbers know plumbing. Managers need to understand management, need to understand leadership, need to understand operations. Mm-hmm. So Team we do building. that by right. picking strong suits. And in this case, Mark had taken this time. He's he's learned plumbing well. He can operate the business in that division very well. He understands it. He works with the guys well. He helps in the estimates. It, it flows. We're talking about bringing him into an HVAC division, of which he knows nothing again, nothing about. But he just did this. But then also putting it across two locations and on a company that's a turnaround. It's not like we're bringing it in. It's functioning well. He has to have major time dedicated to that company to bring them onto the SGI model, introduce price books, coach them through that entire thing. We saw how bad that was here at Wilson. 
getting everybody on board of that and you know dealing with resistance, but then fight that across two locations while still maintaining Wilson plumbing. There's a lot of factor in that. And then throw on top of it that the guy hasn't been introduced to HVAC. And HVAC, I struggle with over plumbing. There is way more technicality and issues and things that become involved in HVAC than plumbing. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like we're we're setting up much larger of a risk for failure in that than I think it's worth. And maybe that's not the long term. I said maybe long term you can. You up it to, to 10 people per team. But in the short term, if we're focused on turning this company, the company we're acquiring around and making them profitable as possible and then bringing them onto the model and merging them fully into Wilson, I don't think that we're giving it the best chance that it's going to have to do that. Mm. Damn it. That's a good argument. I should be a lawyer. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think about how to rebuttal this. Arrest my case. No, you don't. All right. <laughs> okay, so here's the other side of it. Not the other side. Here's my rebuttal. If reduced overhead only helps mm-hmm. company that could be doing better, I wouldn't describe them as a full turnaround, but they definitely, like, we can do better. And I think that's the point. So we did also just sort of create this new position of integrator, so we have a we took one of our team who we've identified as an up and coming talent. I think she listens to the pod. What up, girl? And <laughs> and we said, hey, how about for the next year and a half, you help us just integrate deals. So a lot of the stuff, SGI, the model, price books, all that stuff, could be done by the integrator because that sort of is the purpose of that position. What do you think? In plumbing, sure. What I, I guess, and what a deciding factor would be because I don't know enough about the HVAC company yet. And I really, I don't think I actually talked to anybody from there yet because they have, it's not like we've been focusing on the subject deal so much that I haven't moved that piece. Right. So I don't know, but what I would really like to know is someone from an install manager, potentially from them. Mm -hmm. What do they think the level of involvement and skill level is needed in HVAC for a service position? Because we haven't ever dealt with that within Wilson. What's that? The like service level manager for HVAC? Service manager for HVAC. We've had such a small division, it's just kind of been like a we fit it in wherever it's needed. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not the plumbing division. There's, you know, how many 14, 15 people in there versus the HVAC division, which is five, four, five. So we just don't know what it takes. And so far, what I've dealt with it. I mean, yeah, Wilson's HVAC is pretty hands off. Only because of the two techs that we have in that service division that make it hands-off. See, I think they have that too. So they have a guy. We're getting to sort of the next part of my argument, mm-hmm. which is how to make it happen, which is, I think, team leads. And we've, we've sort of, we sort of have this inside our company, but we, we really don't. Mm-hmm. And I think we identify team leads in plumbing service, we call them senior technical advisors, but we really don't lean on them. No, we can't because they operate at the same level as techs, so they don't have the availability to do that. Right. Most companies still do that, so they call them field supervisors, where they still run 90%, but they're just available for phone calls and that type of thing. So we could do that, mm-hmm. where we create another layer. It's not really management, but more like available Mm -hmm. to deal with customer problems or to deal with whatever. Because we basically have that here in Akron, in the HVAC division. And they definitely have it up there. They've got a guy who's I think, has the service manager title. He doesn't do anything that looks like service management, 
to us, but to them it probably is. Mm-hmm. But to, to us it probably looks more like field supervisor. So I don't know. I mean, but and with five guys, I don't think we have enough guys. That's not enough guys to bring on an HVC service manager. And we're buying it too late in the season to add a bunch of guys to make it a full team. So it's hard to go in and say, hey, I feel like we can do better and then add a bunch of overhead. Like I said, I, I get it from both points of view on it. I am just concerned that do we think we can make it work mm-hmm. with like they're they are on Surface Titan, right? Yeah, yeah, they're on Surface Titan. And the, have- the techs are not, but we can train that. So that's something I'm not sure training. actually why the techs aren't. That's it's a little confusing. Yeah. So that would need to be a whole thing. Do they sell in the field or how's that? Did yeah. So, or did it look like what we did with? Looks like what we used to do. So there's a curve there, and then adding the price book sure. and all that to it. Sure. But again, some of that you don't have to do now. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm torn back and forth. I like I said, I understand the benefits of it, especially the financial side of it. I get it. It makes sense. My only concern is, I guess, without knowing the full scope of the mm-hmm. HVAC company, the condition it's in, and what the actual turnover looks like, mm-hmm. I have reservations about it. Yeah. So as far as is what I've been told, you know, from you and Rand, is that that I guess that's my main concern. Is I want to make sure that we don't have too many tasks to overwhelm Mark in mm-hmm. in that position, bringing that on, and if you know, depending on how much we're going to change, what we're going to do. What does that look like for him? And does it actually over? Are we giving more tasks than are actually accomplishable in a in a doable time? Because like I know we actually had this conversation. He said he's you know okay, he's willing to work more for more pay, and that's everybody. Everybody's willing to do more for more. I would say he even has more. He even has capacity. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too is we don't know that either because right now he's he has so much time dedicated to just simple things like the jetter that we haven't relieved off. I think as we start to open those things up, we might actually see what time and how much available he does have to do this. Right. Because as of right now, I think he's overbooked on a daily basis because of inefficiencies within Wilson. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. How do we figure it out? Because I think we should flush this thing out in the next, I don't know, 40 days, see if it's reasonable. Well, first thing is you have to give me my jitter. Mm. Mm. That, that face, that face. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a conversation needs to be had, I guess, really about that, that what it looks like. What do you and Rand who have got to see the company in depth, you know, what does it entail? What do you think we're going to need to do or what's the plan? And then really figure out what does that look like? What is the daily commitment to that team to make sure they have everything they need you know, to learn Service Titan, to learn the price book and to learn the SGI way successfully? Then we might have a gauge and say, okay, does he actually have enough working hours in the day or capacity to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess what I thought would be a way to start would be trying it here. Oh, you're okay. You're with, talking with HVAC. You could. It's a little bit biased, I think, because again, our division with only three people, all hands off, is is hands off. That's why it was relatively easy for me to grab onto because the only thing major we're doing right now is is redoing the price book, to update for our pricing. That's like the biggest hands on thing we have. But we're also not doing what we should be doing, which is like ride alongs, yeah. coaching yeah. and all the stuff that we should be doing. But we can't, I can't give that to him knowing he'll do that because he doesn't have time right now because of the things we have on him currently. Mm. He's barely making it through with that because of how much of it all boils down to a couple of things. Like the jitter I keep going back to, and we all know it's a thing is he has so much time on the jitter every day. 
when is this time to ride along? Because then he has to actually go back and mm-hmm. read through the DME, then figure out the issues from the previous day and get all that solved. There is no time left in the day. Mm-hmm. So I think we have some things we need to, to wrap up internally first before we can even do that experiment within Wilson and see how it works. Yeah. And then factor 40 minute drive time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to beat each other up a little bit more on this, but I'm, I'm interested in seeing because I'm interested. All right. Yeah. I think I'm interested. I want to try it because like the, the worst thing that happens is it's a little chaotic. You like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the guy standing up on like the, the top end of the bleachers, just watching the chaos and ensue in the field. Just laughing. Yep. <laughs> Maniacally. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I'll bring extra coffee for the next month. Yeah, that sounds good. So, okay, so that walks through our service manager. Not really a problem, but just like sort of deciding how to handle this. That's cool. Anything else on that topic, I guess? No. Awesome. That was easy. Jeez. All right. So to recap, we're average. Our business model says six to eight is a good tech size for a manager, and we are going to test that boundary and find out what the highest is both for reduced overhead and to maximize comp for our team. 12 is probably too much. Yep. 10 might be okay. Hmm. All right. Commer- commercial guys do 15 to 20. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening to Own and Operated. If you are into what we're talking about, then Check out our website, ownandoperated.com. Follow Brandon and I on Twitter. It's at Wilson Companies and at Brandon Niro. And sign up for our newsletter because we got good stuff going on. We're only two weeks into our newsletter right now. Three by the time this episode comes out. And uh, I want to be honest, it's pretty good. All right, Rand's doing a good job. Good job, Rand. Good job, Rand. Okay, sweet. Thanks. Thanks.